Welcome to the Love and Life After Divorce podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. On this podcast, you will feel empowered to release the feelings of shame, trauma, isolation, and sense of loss that can often come from a difficult marriage, painful breakup, and divorce. You will be given the insights and inspiration you need to love yourself fiercely, be sure of your worthiness, and to handle the challenges of post-divorce life with strength and humor. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Love and Life After Divorce podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Kane, and I have a really exciting guest today for this episode of Tiffany's Titillating Talks. So usually Tiffany's titillating talks are just my monologues and musings, but today I thought I'd bring along my partner, my boyfriend, my... um you know, the guy, the, the guy I'm in love with. <laughs> so everybody, I want you to meet David Seiss. David, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. My name is David. I am very happy to be here. It's a little, um, it's going to be an interesting experience. I think it'll be fun though. <laughs> All right. Well, I brought David on today because we had a question from a listener about kids and dating and what is it like for your children and and what's it like for um, you to date while you have kids. And we're going to explore that question in a couple of different ways with a couple of different experts. But I thought it would be really interesting to get the perspective of a man dating a single mom with children. And I thought this would be really fascinating to hear what it's like from a man's perspective. So David, the first question I have for you is, um, we would, we know what dating is like for a woman. It, it's a, it's an interesting world <laughs> out there dating after divorce and dating as single moms. Uh, I would like to know what is the world like dating as a man after divorce? Um, what is it like? It's, it's different in the sense that you're older, right? Like you have your, um, your life is kind of put in place and you, you have your day to day and it's difficult to, to find like when you're married, your, your lives sort of evolve together. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, after you've gone through all of that and now you're onto something new, it, uh, it's difficult to, God, what's a good way of putting it? Um, I just had a hard time opening up my, like fitting my life into somebody else's mm -hmm. life. Right. Yeah. Because I, I am, you know, I knew what I did every day. I knew, you know, I went to work, I had my habits for after work. I had, you know, as, as a, an older adult, I mean, I'm not, you know, ancient obviously, but <laughs> you know, you, you've still already established your, your life's path and, and, um, where things, t what you tend to do on a day to day basis. And, when you're younger, it's easier to change those things to fit into somebody else's life. And so it was kind of like, well, can I meld my life where it is now with somebody else and still be able to um, continue, mm -hmm. you know, doing what it, what it is that I'm used to doing. Yeah. yeah. So 
that's a big consideration. Mm, that makes sense. So that brings us to a really interesting topic because you don't have children no. and you started dating a woman who has children. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what, what were some of the thoughts that went through your head? Thoughts, um, maybe concerns, maybe um, musings, maybe considerations. What were some of the things? And this is, you know, even before you met my kids, like what were some of the thoughts going through your head of, okay, I'm dating a woman that has children? Yeah. Concerns obviously um, are like, I would assume as I I have to assume because I haven't had children of my own. um, I would assume that you learn things as you go along. And, you know, nobody knows how to be the perfect parent, but it's sort of an evolution. And as you've um, raised this infant into a toddler, into a, you know, as they've grown, you've grown along with them. Um, And so coming into it from uh, where I was, not having had to deal with any of that, um, am I going to be able to adjust to this new person in my life that I don't know how to deal with? Right. Because it's not, it's not something that, um, that I had that chance to evolve with. So your children, 10 and, and fit, well, nine and 15 when I met them, um, how do I, you know, adapt my life? I don't deal with children on a daily basis. It's not something that is any part of my life. So how, how do I learn how to deal with these kids, um, in a way that, that they can accept, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if that became a thing. And so that was obviously one of the biggest concerns, I think mm. for sure was not having the experience. Um, yeah. Um, but it, it was, it was something that, uh, like it didn't, it didn't hinder my, um, advances towards you. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Right. Makes like sense. it was okay. Well, I, I like, I like her a lot. I, I want to, you know, pursue this and see where it goes. Um, obviously I, I learned that you had children prior to us even, uh, starting to date, um, just through conversation. And so it was just something that I, I knew was going to be there and I would deal with when I had to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you deal with it so beautifully. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so beautifully. Listeners, I've got to tell you, my children adore David. Uh, they light up when he comes in the room. They love spending time with him. And David just makes every effort to connect with the boys and talk to them and do activities that um, light the boys up. And, and he gets he gets very involved with them in a, a really lovely way. He's a mentor, a guide. And just takes a lot of interest in them. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's amazing. So, okay, so let's go forward to it's time for you to meet the kids. So we've been dating a little while Mm -hmm. and the kids know that I am dating you. It's obvious Mm -hmm. mom is really happy and there's cool things going on. And um, you've come up in conversation a couple of times and it's time for them to meet you. They're curious. They want to meet you Mm -hmm. and you're curious. You want to meet them. So we set up a meeting. We set up a neutral place. Uh, I worked with the kids ahead of time, let them know, okay, we're going to be meeting David. We're going to be meeting at a restaurant. We, I let the kids pick. Uh, California pizza kitchen happens to be my (laughs) little guy's favorite place on earth. Yeah. 
And you It's happened. hard to be sad when you're at your favorite place. Right, right. So <laughs> right. we met there and I set it up ahead of time that we were meeting <clears throat> you and that they if if they felt good with you when they they liked meet, meeting you and they wanted to spend more time with you, then they could let me know and we could invite you over to play a card game with us. And if mm-hmm. they were uncomfortable and they weren't ready for that, then we weren't going to to do that. Um, and right. I was going to let them give me the cue. We had a little code word we used. So that was how That's I right. set it up with the kids. Now, I'm wondering for you, going into that meeting, going to that dinner, knowing that you're going to be meeting the kids, what went through your head? What was that like? Um, it was it was a little bit <clears> – I was a little nervous, um, obviously, because um, – <clears throat> When I grew up, like the kids were like your life's kind of goes along with the children's, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever they need at the time, that's sort of what your life is doing. Um, so I knew that if I wanted things to continue with you, I needed to be able to fit into their life first. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because they're your number one and there's no changing that ever. Right. Yeah. And so me coming in from the outside, if I don't fit into your number one, then there is no us for the future. Right. That's, right. that's kind of, uh, I almost have to fit in with them better than I do with you. Um, <laughs> because if I don't, then, you know, there, there's no more. We can, you know, continue to be, you know, friends possibly, but that would be, the extent of it, there wouldn't be a relationship because without the children, there is no relationship. Um, so I knew that I needed to not only be, uh, not only be accepted by them, I needed to accept them, mm-hmm. right? Like I needed to, to be able to go, okay, I can hang out with these guys. I can, you know, have them in my life on a daily basis. I can, um, see myself taking them places and hanging out and having a good time and, and, you know, doing that sort of thing. It couldn't just be, you know, can I, can, can I, uh, deal with having them in my life? I need to want these people in my life as much as I want you in my life. Mm -hmm. And so that, that to me was kind of, it, it wasn't just you guys feeling me out, you know, when, when we first met, I had to get to know them and, and, and see if these were, people that I wanted to deal with on a daily basis, you know, and, and there's no, you know, uh, I don't really feel like having them around today because Mm. they're your kids. So they're here every day, whether you want, want them around or not, you can't choose that. It's sort of like, you can't choose your family. You can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family. Well, these kids instantly became family to me because if they weren't, then there was no us. Mm. So I don't know if that makes sense. Makes beautiful sense. Uh, listeners, you see why I'm in love with this guy, right? <laughs> um, so that night, the kids loved you. They loved you mm-hmm. and invited you back to play cards. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. yeah. It, you really connected with my little guy. Um, Which was surprising. <laughs> very surprising because he's um, he can be a tough one. He can be a yeah. little bit of a tough one yeah. to connect with. But man, when he loves you, he loves you. But yeah. to, to break into that. And he did. He connected with you right away, which shows how attentive and caring and interested in them you were at the dinner. You were there. You were mm. all in and paying attention to them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I think I had to be, you know, like mm-hmm. I say, it's, it's, uh, I had to, um, be just as good with them as I was with you, mm-hmm. if not more so, you know? Yeah. So then we fast forward a couple more months. Well, not even a couple months. I think it was a couple weeks from that and pandemic hit big time and we went yeah. into quarantine and lockdown. And so really your first month with my children was quarantine children, <laughs> pandemic yeah. children, which yeah. is stressed out children. Totally different experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you you didn't really get to spend much time with them uh, pre-pandemic. Uh, Correct. I, it was really that one time because then the next weekend we were together, the, everything yeah. was shut down. We went hiking, which was really nice. But um, they had a lot of emotional challenges with mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, yeah, for sure. What and you handled them beautifully. So, how, how did you you stepped into this role? It, it almost felt natural. So, how did you go? I, I think it is natural. <laughs> I mean, it is for for any any human. You know, you can step into the role of of being a, a not parent, but somebody of a of a almost role model, um, mentor, whatever it is, like you can, it's just natural for us to fall into that, uh, persona. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it was a challenge at all. You know, it was something that, um, like I, you know, we've talked about, I've always wanted, uh, kids. I, I saw kids in my life and, and just because I didn't have them, um, for myself doesn't mean that I wasn't prepared to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, Oh, I'm so afraid that, you know, now I'm a single parent and, and who's going to want to date me with a kid. Well, you're dating people of, of an age that would normally have children. Mm-hmm. And I think it's part of our natural, you know, makeup to, to have those people in our life you know, young ones that look up to us and, and we guide in, in certain ways and, and help to mold and help them to become the people of the future, you know, and it's, it's, uh, so for somebody like me that didn't have it, just because I didn't have it doesn't mean that I wasn't prepared to be in that role, yeah. right? Or something that I didn't want, you know? Um, uh, yeah. So it, that wasn't difficult for me as far as being able to, to allow them into my life and, and make them a part of, of me and, and who I am really. Mm. That's really lovely. And, and it's mm. apparent. I mean, you, my, my big boy is crazy about all things, cars, engines. <laughs> he knows everything about every car ever made. And the two of you yeah. connect with that. And yeah. my little guy is a little more artsy and, um, you know, comic books and, and, videos and things of that sort and you connect with him on that level. <laughs> yeah. Um so it's really lovely you've been able to find a way to connect. I think my last question is what mm-hmm. advice do you have for women who are dating after divorce as far as it comes to um mel- melding lives with your children and the man you're dating like 
what advice do you have for women of how to make that process a little easier or a, a little more, I don't know, intuitive or just have it make, be a little bit more of a loving combination? Um, I don't think that you have to try for that. Um, I think that a lot of people have that fear of, uh, you know, who's, who, how can I date with children? Right. I already have children. How, how can I date with children? Um, to me, I don't think that it's so much, um, well, I mean, it's like even just a, a normal relationship. You shouldn't have to work to make something work. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, and so if it's the right person, it shouldn't be labor intensive, right. right? You shouldn't have to change your life. You shouldn't have to alter things. I mean, obviously you need to um, do things in ways that help to include this, this new person that's involved in, in this world, in your world. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but you shouldn't have to change the way that you live your life. Mm -hmm. um, that person should be willing to, to me, the outsider um, and I don't know how speaking from, um, somebody who's doesn't have children, I don't know how it is for somebody who has children. I mean, even, even then I think it would still be a combination of can my world fit with this person's world mm -hmm. because you can't expect that person to change. So don't, uh, don't go into new dating thinking that you're going to have to modify your life at all mm -hmm. to be able to make it work with this person. Um, obviously there's things that you will have to change. Um, there's going to be extra clothes in the bedroom. There's going to be, you know, <laughs> stuff that you're having to deal with that, that are, are going to change how you are living, but it shouldn't be to the point where you're having to change, um, how you deal with your children or how you, you know, they're, they're your kids. They are, it's up to you how you raise them. It's up to you how you, how you discipline them, how you handle, you know, their, their, uh, tragedies and their, their triumphs. And it's up to the person that's new in the world um, to accept that and be able to modify their thoughts a little bit to be able to be okay with that. Um, and still, you know, obviously there's things where, where I come in and, you know, I have certain thoughts on things and whatnot, and I can bring that up to you and give my opinion, mm -hmm. but I can't expect you to do what I'm saying, mm -hmm. right? Does that, does that make sense? Perfectly. Um, and and you really, yeah. you, you do a great job of having my back on things and supporting me mm -hmm. on things. Yeah. And then if you feel like you need to talk about it separately, we talk about it separately. And, right. um, you know, and sometimes it's, it's a curiosity. Hey, I was wondering, you know, why we handle uh, dinner time this way when your little one won't eat. What what's your reasoning? Right. And like you said, right. I have a whole history with him. I have a whole right, exactly. You know, he my listeners, my little guy um, doesn't eat well, and um, there's been a whole history of his entire life of challenges in this area and things we've tried and things we've done, and mm -hmm. um, you know, so you coming into that and wondering, well, wait a minute, why isn't this child eating? then um, we're able to have conversations about that separate from him. Right. And it's actually really refreshing you coming in with fresh eyes and fresh mindset. And it's, yeah. it's nice having a different perspective, but we do that away from the kids. Right. And um, have those, 
those conversations, those open conversations um, mm-hmm. a little bit separately. And something I, I, it's just so important to me to acknowledge the way that you've come in supporting my parenting and, and supporting saying, I mean, you've said on multiple occasions, I've got your back. You parent, right. I've got your back. My job is to have your back. And so I think yeah. when we're melding families, that's that's the way it is. And if you had kids, I would need to have your back on the way you parent your children right? so that we are supporting each other in that. Yeah. So I guess that yeah, for sure. that's the important thing is is making sure you're with somebody where the way they parent their kids works with the way you parent your kids or their mm-hmm. vision on parenting kids works. Yeah. You're not exactly. going to agree on everything, but you should be um, in agreement on a lot of areas and at least talk right. about the areas you don't agree. I, I think a big thing too is you know you're not perfect, mm-hmm. right? Just like, you know, nobody is. And to have somebody else, you know, comment on, on, you know, oh, are you sure, you know, you want to let them go out so late? Or are you sure, you know, what, whatever it is, you know, obviously we don't have that uh, issue with your kids because they love being home. But, <laughs> you know, if it, if it was that thing, you need to be open to hearing what it is that this new person is saying, mm-hmm. right? Um, and obviously you have been, you know, very inclusive and, and listening to me and, and acknowledging what I'm saying and, and not making me feel like I'm an outsider. You know, I, I feel like I'm home. You know, it's not like I'm, I feel like I'm hanging out with some friends and can I comment? Can I, you know, say something? Ooh, I wouldn't do that, but I'm not going to say anything because, you know, this isn't my place. Well, it is my place because I'm dating you and, and the kids are a part of my life now. So I should be able to comment and you should be okay with me commenting. Mm -hmm. And, and since you are, and you're, you're open to that and, and acknowledge me and what I'm thinking, it, it helps to make me feel included Mm -hmm. in, in this world that you've created. And listeners, I have to tell you, um, this actually was a really hard point for me. This was a hard area of including David's feedback and listening to David's feedback because the baggage I came into the relationship with was coming from a a very difficult marriage where I felt constantly judged negatively for my mothering skills and basically was was told in many ways, shapes, and form that, you know, I wasn't a very good mother. And so um I I would I would describe it as putting up my prickly defenses when David would say something. <laughs> and 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 what he would say was um loving and welcome and not in front of the children and it was very respectful, but I would put up my prickly defenses. Yeah. Um, the good news was I knew that's what I was doing and we could talk about it and I could say, okay, <laughs> when you're saying this, it's, this is how it's making me feel. It's making me feel like you're saying I'm not doing a good job mothering. And then you right. were able to say, right. no, 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 no. That's not at yeah. all. And which, then, which was a learning thing for me too, mm-hmm. because I had to learn how to approach things to you. Right. It's <laughs> yes. not like I could just come out and say, oh, you're doing this, you know, mm-hmm. and it would totally um, it, you know, flip our, both of our worlds upside down, you know, and, and so I had to learn myself how to approach things with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's the working together and being mm-hmm. open and aware yeah. of the, our own things that we need to work on. Um, yeah. it's, you know, neither of us are perfect and I'm far from perfect. And I know I have my, 
baggages, my wounds and my things mm-hmm. that um, thankfully I'm aware of most of the time and I can work on it. And you're, you're willing to hear me say, okay, this doesn't feel good to me right now. I need to think about this and why. And, mm-hmm. and you're good about giving me that space and then hearing when I'm ready to talk about it. So, yeah. All right. Any final um, words of wisdom for um, dating with children? Um, don't feel, I've heard so many, uh, people say, you know, oh, because I have kids, it's going to be, who's going to want to date me? Mm-hmm. Um, don't feel like just because you have children that your dating life is over. Or it's going to be any more complicated or anything because you're, you know, you're, you're an adult and the people that you're going to be dating are adults as well. And they're in a very similar place in their life as you are because, typically we tend to date around our, you know, age group. It's not like you're going to, you know, be 50 and dating an 18 year old. You know, there's, I mean, obviously there's people that do, but you know, that's a whole nother, whole totally different topic. You know, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, in general, we tend to gravitate towards people that are, you know, in our same, um, mental state as far as maturity goes. Um, and they're going to be okay with you having kids. They're, they're, totally fine with that because they're at the age that they would typically have kids if they don't. And if they do, their kids are about the same age. I mean, my, my younger sister, she uh, met a fantastic guy who had two kids of his own and, and she had two kids and their lives were perfect. Like they, Mm -hmm. their kids kind of stagger from, you know, in age from the youngest to oldest kind of, you know, interweaving between all of them. And it worked out fantastic because it was they're they're at the same point in their lives. Mm -hmm. And so it, it made sense, you know, and, and it was easy for them. And it, it's, it was kind of the same for me. We're almost at, you know, the same age, you know, granted you're a little bit of a cougar, but you know, I won't go there. But, <laughs> oh, <you went laughs> so, there. <laughs> but you, you get what I mean, though. We're like, yeah. we're just, you know, at the same point in our lives. And so just because you have children, if I would have had kids, they would be about the age of your kids, you know? So it, it's not like it's uh, something that's going to turn people off. Don't, don't be afraid to go out there and, and look for love because it's there for sure. And there's people that want it and people that are actively searching for people that have children because they don't want to go through the process of, of, Oh gosh, now we got to make a baby and we got to deal with, you know, toddlers <laughs> and all that kind of thing. Right. It's, it's, it's you're, you're bypassing all of that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got my kids at a, a great, great age. I did. Great ages. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. I, I I really like what you said about the kids. You know, our children are our greatest asset. They really are. Mm. And yeah. if we go into the dating world feeling like our children are a great asset, right. then we will also date people that feel like children are a great asset. You attract your feelings, right? You attract what Mm -hmm. you believe. Your beliefs will, will, will bring other people like that into your life. And you won't be attracted to people that don't see children as an asset. There were plenty of people I met where they did not see children as an asset or they would not have parented in a comparable way to the way I parent. And I just wasn't interested in them at all. Not even the littlest bit. I don't care how 
hot and sexy they were. It didn't, you know, <laughs> hit. So now I've got a hot, sexy guy that loves children. So <laughs> it works great. I was able <laughs> to- glad you feel that way. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I was able to attract somebody that sees children as an asset and sees doing activities with the kids and, and, and go into those Friday night football games and, and go into museums and air mm-hmm. shows and car shows and all that good stuff. You see that as an asset and a joy. Yeah. So, and that's listeners. That's what you want to look for. Somebody who sees your children as an asset. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Mm-hmm. It is You're really, welcome. it's fun to get a, a, a man's viewpoint on things yeah. and, and hear what you're thinking. So thank you for. Hopefully I, I provided a little bit of, of insight. I think you did. Great insight. Thank you so much. Listeners, thank you so much for being with us today, getting this little glimpse inside our life and what it's like dating. Um, uh, and when he made that cougar comment, I'm 47, he's 46. It's not <laughs> that much of a difference. But We're born in the same year. <laughs> <laughs> thank so. you so much for hanging out with us today, getting a little glimpse into our life. And hopefully the things that we're going through help you with what you're going through. I would really love to have you come over to Instagram and DM me and let me know what some of your concerns are with dating after divorce and dating with children. Um, What are some ways that we can help you, some things we can talk about on this show? Uh, And we hope you have an absolutely beautiful day and I cannot wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the Love and Life After Divorce podcast. If anything resonated with you in the podcast, I would love to hear about it. Please DM me on my Instagram at Tiffany Kane. Also, if this podcast makes you think of a friend that could benefit from hearing this message of support and empowerment, please share it with her. And remember, this podcast is sponsored by the Love and Life After Divorce Membership Group. We would be so thrilled to have you join. Have a beautiful day and remember... Of course, it's all about you. Hashtag self-love.